It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage at the Calgary International Film Festival. My name is Bryce and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray's not here, right? Where's Murray? Where's Murray? Murray. Are you here, Murray? Are you there? Murray, was he in this door? Nope. I think he's, he's working. Oh, well. I guess with the introductions out of the way then, let's rage on. All right. Well, before we jam into things, we're just going to do one quick promo for All the Horror, uh, which is a fantastic podcast event that we're going to be taking place in October, which is coming up very quickly. So stay tuned for all that. Check out All the Horror 18 on Instagram and Twitter. Also, check out the charity that's being supported by this fantastic event by all these great podcasters at Shares. Care. Well, not Shares. Yeah, Shares that Care. Yeah. .org. Yeah, sometimes I someone cares that shares. No, that doesn't make sense. It's no. sharesthatcare.org. And before we go into that, we're just going to do a, another quick promo for good friends of ours on the social web media thing, Mabobber, uh, called Shoot the Flick. And these guys are super cool. And I don't know why I'm having technical difficulties, but we are. So, yeah, we're just going to do what we've been doing the last little while. And we're going to play a quick clip from our friends at Shoot the Flick. So make sure to check these guys out and, um, yeah, love them as much hey as we there, do. this is Frankie Sparks. And this is Sky Eisenberg. We are Shoot the Flick. Yes, an official Paradoja podcast. Every Wednesday, Scott and I introduce each other to a brand spanking new movie that the other one has never seen. We talk about it, give our thoughts on it, and also share some behind-the-scenes fun facts. We want you guys to come enjoy watching the movie with us. Yes, so check us out on Instagram and Twitter, at ShootTheFlick. Check out our weekly episodes every single Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. We hope you guys give us a listen soon. Bye! Ah, shoot the flick. You guys are cool. Let's get the punk. SithCalgary.ca It's now a spoken word poem by Jim called SithCalgary.ca See, I see outside. I like to see outside. F, to see things from the inside to the outside. It's F. Another F that I already talked about, F, Calgary, the city where I live, the people that I know, the place that I love, sifcalgary.ca, poem by Jim. That was brilliant. Thank you. Now I just need a beanie, some cannabis, uh, iced cappuccino latte maybe, and then I want to talk about the wolves. Why don't we just skip to that? Las Lobos. Okay. So remember my three classes of kids for all those who are regular listeners to our show? Number one is little brats who I want to punch into the face. Number two, creepy little fuckers that I love because they appeal to my creep love and creep crushes. And number three, and finally uh, number three, these kids in this movie, which are the most adorable kids, which makes up about 3% of all kids in movies. There's not a lot of them, but this, these kids nailed it. I loved these kids. 
And tell, me, a, tell me how you really feel. In a Jim. very appropriate way. This movie was dread, 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 more dread, then a little bit of joy, then more dread, and then it ended with some joy. I loved, 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 loved this Mexican heartwarming gem. These kids, I just wanted to hug them and tell them how adorable they are and pinch their little cheeks and give them candy for Halloween. After the dread, though, this movie, um, it, it really brought out the kindness of people and it brought hope for humanity in this world of sadness. And it's specifically world of sadness contained within this movie and it's interesting as we were watching this movie both of us kind of went how the hell are they going to end this movie <laughs> and as much as you were thinking yes they're going to go to disneyland i never thought that i but... i was hoping but i kind of knew it wasn't going to happen yeah but it still ended on a pretty damn awesome note so for a movie that ended in my opinion on a very happy note i love this movie a lot it gets uh, you kids are the cutest little buttons I've ever seen, Mondo. Cool. So far, it might have been my favorite film of the festival, by the way. I do not blame you for that. Uh, the Wolves or Los Lobos. Uh, this is actually the runner-up for the best international narrative feature at uh, the Calgary International Film Festival. Um, so, Which they announced before the festival yeah, began. So, so tells you guys what you should watch for sure. Yeah, and you should definitely check this out. Um, it is the story of Lucia, played by Martha Reyes Arias, and her two sons, who are played by real-life brothers. What? That's why they connected so well. Yeah. Um, starting over in a new land, uh, the unfortunate realism sets in from the start as they look for an apartment. Um, on the periphery, we can see the neighborhood they settle on is is disadvantaged with gangs, drug addiction, poverty. But none of this was presented in an, in an exploitive way. Um, a lot of the story focuses on the two boys who surprisingly just carry this movie really, really well. Oh, yeah. Um, they are left to their own devices alone in the apartment as mom has to go make some money with her two jobs. Um, during this time, we get introduced to various neighbors. Mrs. Chang played brilliantly, <laughs> yeah. absolutely brilliantly by C.C. <laughs> Lau. Becomes a bigger part of this story as the tale plays out. Her character shows the humanity that exists in a place that sometimes is a little less than humane. There is so much to unpack here. I don't feel that I can touch upon it all. This movie had sorrow. It had joy. It really made me care about this family. Let me leave you with this. Lucia had seven rules for the boys. And rule number seven states, always hug each other after a fight. That's a good rule. And this was a Mondo movie. Which she, soon after making the rules, broke that rule. I know. And How she, dare her. And uh, one of the youngsters was kind of calling her on it. Yeah. Like, what's, what's the deal? If She's she not can make, Yeah, she can't make the rules. Can't break them. Sorry, if she can't follow the rules... Then I'm not following the rules. And he broke, I think it was rule number three. Yeah, he immediately broke a rule. He's like, <laughs> screw this. I'm out of here. I tell you, such a good movie. The other thing that I thought was really cool about this film was the animation clip that they put in there. Because oh, I forgot kids, to mention that. Yeah, the, that animation, was awesome. the animation was awesome. They, had, they did it a couple times. It they had built fantastic. these characters that they they were each, and they each drew their own ninja wolf character ninja wolves yeah it was so adorable and and but not in a 
Not in a, you know, I don't know. I normally don't like things that are adorable unless it's done well. And this was done so natural and innocent that you just couldn't stop. <laughs> I love it, the fact. Actually, another part of this movie that I really love that I have to mention. Yep. So the mom, I mean, she's got holding down two jobs. She's, you know, her husband's not around. She's in this, in the U.S., came from Mexico. And... You know, she's having a real tough time and the kids were busting her balls a little bit because they're like, she's like, you just got to do these things and then we're going to go to Disneyland. And so they did it and they said it was her Sunday, which was her day off and she was trying to get her sleep. And they're like, we want to go to Disney. We want to go to Disney. And she's just, she lost her shit on them and then she went and locked herself in the bathroom and fell asleep. So... And then they're like, we got to take a piss. (laughs) (laughs) So creative little kids that they were, they decided we're just going to piss in the sink. And just little tiny things like all through this movie, they just were so respectful. And you just think, I don't think real boys are actually like this. These kids are like, these kids have superpowers. You know how like puppies and kittens have superpowers of cuteness? These little kids have those superpowers. Everybody needs to see this movie. You yeah. will you will I can't see anybody not loving this movie. No. That's that's an impossibility. Yeah, it's an impossibility. Well, that's a good segue to the next movie, which I have a feeling a lot of people might not love as much as Bryce's. But let's <laughs> let him tell us let him tell us about it. Because I'm not gonna have as much to say about oh this. Oh my goodness. This is like the best movie that I've seen at the festival. Yeah. So far. Good. I'm hoping I'll see something better. I can't I, imagine. When I read the synopsis. I pretty much could have predicted that. At any rate, the movie's called Father, not to be confused with The Father, starring Anthony Hopkins. Um, This is a Serbian film from director Serdan Golubovic. Um, This film grabs you violently in the first first scene and then tightly holds on to you for the rest of the film. In the first scene, we see a mother accompanied by her two children light herself on fire in protest. I mean, man, do we jump into the fire. Yeah, right into the Uh, fire. um, From there, we were introduced to her husband, Nicola, uh, played by Goran Bogdan. After the events in the opening scene, Nicola is told that his two kids have been taken away and he cannot get them back unless certain conditions are met. So Nicola pools all his resources to meet the requirements that he has been given as it relates to the living conditions for his children. And at this point, uh, Vasilovic, uh, the local authority figure played by Boris Isakov, uh, sorry, Isakovich. There you go. There we go. Denies his petition to regain his children, even though he had met the conditions. Uh, knowing that his appeal would be ignored, he sends it through. If he sends it through usual channels, Nicola, now literally penniless, sets out on foot to walk hundreds of miles so that he can place the petition personally in the hand of a high-ranking official. We then watch Nicola trek through the countryside, brilliantly shot with no music. The fact that no score was used in this was another of the brilliant decisions made by the director as it made us feel more a part of the journey rather than than being a spectator. Along his expedition, nothing really good happens. I feel as though most people would just turn back, (laughs) especially since at this juncture, I would imagine anyone watching this film would infer that this is probably an exercise in futility for our protagonist. Especially when he almost drops dead. (laughs) But Nicola has has it in his head. That if he does this, he will know and hopefully his children will realize the lengths he would go to fight for them. On his journey, he encounters good and bad people. He makes friends with a stray dog only to find it dead on the road the next day. The guy just can't get a break. 
Um, the performances in this were so good, especially from the lead. Nicholas' quiet and respectful way of dealing with everyone around him while keeping down the undeniable rage that must have been boiling inside of him was portrayed perfectly by Boren Bogdan. And Boris Isakov as Vasilovic plays one of the most evil SOBs I have experienced in film in recent memory. His performance had me absolutely hating him. This was one of the best movies I've seen this year. I was walking right beside Nicola the whole way and pulling for him every step. This was an understated yet brilliant character study of a man who almost, who's almost saintly in his patience and respect for the people around him. This was a super, super mondo. Just two supers? It sounds like it should have been super duper or super, super, super. Uh-huh. Just two? Okay. I'm a little surprised, it was actually. A, it was amazing. This <laughs> okay. was an amazing film. All right. Okay. Loved every scene. I know you did. There was nothing that I would change. I know you wouldn't. Nothing. nothing. So let me tell you what I thought about it. All right. This was the Mondo. complete opposite of a Travel Serbia promo commercial. This really made Serbia look like a giant dump site pretty much for the entire walk. There were things I did really love about this film. All the walking was not one of them. I had a few realism issues with this right off the bat. First off, they are dirt, and I say dirt, poor, and yet he's got brand new beautiful shoes that he walks over 300 kilometers in. Plus, he has amazing sweaters. You know my love of sweaters? And he has some really good ones. Almost too good for a poor person. Not one hole in any of those sweaters. Plus, having too much love for your kids and wife doesn't mean you live your life in a stupid way. Unlike you, I do not have too much sympathy for idiotic people. He walks over five days, 300 plus kilometers, when he could have did a day or two or maybe even three of work and then hopped on the bus yet we are supposed to be heartbroken for this guy who can't plan a 300 kilometer trip properly i get a little tired of all the walking and this was always relying on as i want to say he was always re- he's always relying on the kindness of strangers Loved the ending a lot. In fact, I thought that was the best part of this movie. I, I thought that Goran Bogdan, Bogdan uh, did an amazing job as Nicola. Liked the humanity and the inhumanity that's pretty much everyone in this film. There was no in-between in this. There wasn't a character in this movie that was either kind of half human and kind of not uh, half human. The, lady, I felt the every, lady that worked there at yeah, the office Yeah, at there. the beginning, she was inhuman, but then she switched to having humanity. Like, there was no in-between. Okay. During the beginning part where she was being uh, an inhuman bag of hammers, she, 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 like everybody else, was treating this guy like she's he's just, just some a poor, yes a poor, a poor dick, right? So I, I did actually really like this movie. I couldn't get it to Amondo because I felt... I, I personally felt, and it's mostly because I'm not in love with as much walking as you are. 
So, and I do have a problem. I, I the get, walking was just a bonus, Jim. The walking was not a bonus. Oh, it was. There was just too much walking. And I, I do, I can't get past sometimes where you're watching the movie and you're going, okay, this the casting is amazing. The cinematography is fantastic. You know, the editing was done brilliantly. The, your comments about the music were super fantastic. and But it's the details. These people are dirt poor. And he's got fucking brand new Nikes that he's walking it's around in. Oh, sorry, they might have been Nokies. But, but they were still brand Whatever. new. They were still white when he got to the, to the place he was going. Like, these are details, people. If you're going to make no. a perfect Mondo movie, make sure everything, his, his sweater should have had holes. They shouldn't have he been as a, fantastic as a, they were. He had a he fantastic wife that Probably darned his sweaters. Really? Was she that fantastic? She lit herself on fire in front of her fucking kids. Yeah, but how great is that? It, but first, she, she was planning she, on burning had, them with her. She had been. She made the promise that I'm gonna. Oh right, she it. was pushed to lighting herself on fire. Okay, how many people that we know exactly who've lit themselves on fire? We don't know that exactly we, because we've never felt what this family was going I, through. Jim, you live in your ivory tower. So, Looking down on the rest it's, of all it's the true. I, I do live in an ivory tower. <laughs> so, but even I don't have brand new white unspotted Nikes and two beautiful sweaters. I have one beautiful sweater, and that's as much as I can afford. Anybody watching this movie is going to listen to your review, review and think that you are coming off as a jackass. I hope they do. I want people to see this movie. It's good. I just kind of wish it was about 20 minutes less. Oh, whatever. It, I think there could have been 20 minutes perfect. of editing. This had needed no editing. Yeah. And the other thing, he's, he met with the assistant, not the real commissioner guy. He yeah, settled. But, he, but he, didn't, he didn't hand over the letter. The, I know, but the, he the still... The guy read the letter. He, he still, gave it back to them. He, he said, I'm it. not until I see the minister. And here he met with the assistant. You know what? After all he went through, I, I can you're going to give that. him a break. Plus, plus the assistant. Anyways, I don't want to give anything away, <laughs> but this this movie was fantastic. It, it's Watch a, it. It's a good movie. I did like it. I did like this movie. I just, like I said, I thought it was a little long for me. We're early in the festival, but best of the festival so far. I completely agree with the jury that picked it as the best international feature. I absolutely was the best international narrative feature I've seen so far. And I would have picked Los Lobos over this one. And you know what? That was the runner up. So (laughs) they were both, they were both excellent, but one was Mondo and one was super Mondo. One was Mondo and one was meh. And on that note, Remember, SIFCalgary.ca, where you can check out all the things available SIF. Uh, For those of you who are listening to us outside of Alberta, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan, please check out the movies that they're playing because they're going to be playing at some festivals near you. Or just go online when they get released. Some of these have actually been released into uh, video on demand, I think. Right, hey, Bryce? I think there was a couple titles that that have been released since the festival started. So check that out. I don't know what all the names are, but... Go on their website and check out what's available. Almost every movie we've seen so far has been pretty fantastic, except one. So um, keep keep looking at it. So yes, thanks for listening today. Check us out tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, no merman won't be back, but he'll be back the next day. So uh, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the extended film rage crew of Merman, who's actually working like a dog this week while Bryce and I are on holidays. 
thanks to Leonard Conlon for his artistic vision and photography via Leonard Conlon Photography. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Bramble, and Spotify. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Check out our website at filmrageyyc.com. We're always wanting your feedback to make this raging blast for all listeners, so please comment often. And please, please make us rage. That's it for today. Listen to us tomorrow. Rage on. Rage on.